Good afternoon, Anna. So over the weekend, we saw boots hit the ground in Honiara, further to all the goings on in Solomon Islands. So what's your update on what's happening and, and what are the stakes at play here? Hi, Tess. That's a great question. Uh, on 25th of, of November, uh, Australia announced that they had received a request from the Solomon Islands government to deploy troops the day after, uh, and by that uh, specifically uh, has, has deployed Australian Federal Police and Australian Defence Force personnel uh, to the Solomons. And with more with announcement today uh, by Prime Minister Scott Morrison that additional Australian Federal Police will be deployed, uh, and an expectation that the deployment will last three to three to four weeks as it seeks to restore stability and security in the capital of Honiara. And, and who else is involved? So alongside uh, Australia, as well as Australia, Papua New Guinea also has deployed police uh, from the Special Services Division uh, and correctional officers. And today we heard that Fiji is also deploying 50 military personnel embedded with the Australian contingent and uh, under the Vuvale partnership umbrella. Uh, and there are indications that New Zealand will also contributed a limited number of personnel to support the Australian effort. So that sounds quite sizable. I think, do you think it's maybe a bit early to describe this as Ramsey 2? I definitely think it's a bit early uh, to do so. And I think we also have to remember that in addition, that there are some significant uh, domestic political dynamics playing out at this point, which I think, Tess, you could probably s describe and give us some context to. Yeah, so um, I think, you know, we need to remember that Sogavare said that he wouldn't resign in the face of violence and disorder. If he was going to resign, it would be on the floor of Parliament. And since he made that statement, the leader of the opposition, Matthew Wale, has indeed filed a motion of no confidence. Um, we're not sure quite what the, how the numbers look at the moment, and there's a seven-day waiting period before that motion can be debated. But we also saw over the weekend a number, I think up to up to five uh, backbench MPs resign from the Sogavare government. We haven't seen any uh, front edge resignations yet, but the, it does look like um, there, is a, there is a bit of a movement away from Sogavare, particularly on the part of the Malaitan MPs who are responding to a call from within their community that they should resign from the government and effectively force a motion of no confidence. So there's that whole political aspect um, ongoing as well. And Parliament actually sat this morning, um, local time, and uh, extended the state of emergency that was instigated a couple of days ago. So that will now run through to, or can run as, for as long as through to March of next year. There had been some concern that maybe there would be, be a Sine die motion tabled to effectively um, have Parliament rise for the end of the year, but that didn't eventuate. So that means that there is certainly the possibility of a motion of no confidence in the next week or so. So these local dynamics that are that are fundamentally 
uh, important to understand if we if we are to 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 get our heads around what's happening in in the Solomon Islands at the moment. Uh, these will really determine the nature uh, of the deployment going forward. Uh, do you want to comment at all too about some of the the international media focus on the role of China and Taiwan? Well, I think we've we've seen a range of of approaches from the oversimplistic through to which is basically that this is all about Taiwan and China to other much more nuanced and more um, more considered analyses, which really sort of highlight um, some of the things that you and I have talked about previously about how what exactly is the interplay between geopolitics and local dynamics and you know, sometimes the influence may be flowing in one direction, but sometimes it may go back the other way. And I think what we're going to see in Solomon Islands in both of terms of the politics, in terms of assistance from within the region is, is going to add a lot to our understanding of, of how these dynamics work in a place like Solomon Islands. So I think we're about out of time. So I'm going to say that I am Dr. Tess newton Kane. I am the project lead at the Pacific Hub at Griffith Asia Institute in Brisbane. And I'm Anna Poles with the Centre for Defence and Security Studies at Massey University in New Zealand. Okay, thank you very much, Anna. Catch you again soon. Thank you, Tess.